Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. I know, I know, I know I'm doing a back-to-back today, but it's all good. I really wanted to get this out because uh, this is so important to me. Now, many of you all know that I focus a lot of my work around mental health and I'm passionate and adamant about it. So that is why I decided to come back with this story today. But before I hop into it, though, I want to take a quick second to say thank you to all of our new listeners. Guys, make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. For those of you all that are returning to the Between the Dream podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you to all of our contributors, our sponsors, and our donors, Fibersoul.com. Make sure you go check them out. Thank you so much as well. Listen, I want to hop into this. So today, we got this story that the NFL um, released uh, on the Patriots wide receiver Josh Gordon. Now, many of uh, just a quick backstory: Josh Gordon, phenomenal athlete, dude is, I mean, just a freak of nature in what he does as a wide receiver. Um, but man, he has been haunted for a long time by um, b- bad decisions, specifically pertaining to addictions with drugs and being able to adhere to the policies as it pertains to um wellness that not only has the NFL set in place but college football as well but today Josh Gordon this morning literally bright and early um he released a statement um on Twitter saying I take my mental health very seriously at this point to ensure that I remain able to perform at the highest level I have recently felt like I could have be- have a better grasp on things mentally with that said I will be stepping away from the football field for a bit to focus on my mental health I would like to thank Coach Belichick, Mr. Kraft, who's the owner of the uh, New England Patriots, and as well as all the countless others within the Patriots organization for their continued support. I want to thank my fans for their support as well, and I continue as I continue down the path to get back to 100%. Now, even though I don't follow much of the NFL um, and haven't for a few years, um, I, I definitely still get updates when it comes to like highlights and things like this. Man, one of the things that we see is um, I think now more than ever, NFL, NBA definitely you've heard a lot more of it and even more in the MLB but athletes are starting to step up and step forward when talking about dealing with these mental health issues things they have been haunted and tormented by Um, and that doesn't just go into the thing of depression and suicide or anxiety or bipolar disorder guys um, one of the things that we don't always discuss enough of is and man, I can't let y'all know that just yet. But but I just know that I'm create I've created something that will really hit home on this as we move into 2019. But one of the things that we do not talk about enough of is the idea that there are addictions that typically either start at a young age or they they grasp a hold of us because we've tried to find an outlet from what we were dealing with in other areas of life, right? And so with the depression, some people get addicted to medication. With the the, the suicide, right, um, some people are addicted to literally, I mean, I was one of them, sharp objects, um, or just this infatuation when dying. So I was always curious to know, like, what, man, just like death, like, it never scared me. Like, watching scary movies and gory stuff, watching a bunch of things, it never really, it, it never bothered me, and I was intrigued buy it to an unhealthy point. But I'm saying all of this to say that there's so much that we don't see. And there's so much that happens that we don't understand. And I want to just take some time because I've seen a lot of people with backlash today. Oh my God, how could you be so stupid to give this up? 
How, how could you be so silly? You you got to pay for you. This is the NFL. Like, how are you going to walk away to take care of your mental health? Can't you do that during the offseason? Man, one of the things I thought was really interesting in reading these comments and hearing what people had to say was the reality that when you look at the NFL, man, I think up until like maybe five or six years ago, they weren't doing a lot when it came to, you know, actually helping the athletes become proactive in this battle with uh, their mental and emotional health. The brothers have have struggled with it for a long time. And one of my favorite football players, Lawrence Taylor, um, I think, you know, we, you know, he on and off the field. But, you know, he had Coach Bill Belichick there, helped him out a lot. And we were able to see him, you know, really just try and stay on that right path to become a Hall of Famer and all of that. Right. But beyond that, though, man, um, it was one of those things where guys dealt with it, but they had to, quote unquote, man up, shut up and just let it go. And, and one of the things that I think is 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 very dangerous with that is the fact that while we don't see them outlashing or talking about it, it doesn't mean that they're not dealing with it. And so what we started to see was a bunch of grown men making millions of dollars a, a year, but having so many issues, um, whether on the field or off the field. And it's very easy to just place it on the fact that, oh, you had a criminal act or you did this or you snapped out, you had a fight at the bar or you got drunk. But, man, one of the things I'm noticing is the correlation between a lot of silent struggles and the actions that come from the silent struggles. And so I actually want to take a second to commend Josh Gordon, you know, um, because of the fact that I don't feel like he's using this as a scapegoat. Like he knows he has an addiction. We know he has an addiction and it takes a lot of heart to try and deal with it now because a lot of the cats that we see who dealt with it or who were dealing in silence but never actually put application to learning to overcome it. One of the big things that we see is that later on in their careers or after they retire, that's when they start to let themselves go. And that's when things start to make a very drastic decline and turn for them. So the fact that Josh Gordon at 29, I think he's in his 20s, um, has taken the time, maybe 25, I might be wrong, has taken the time to try and deal with this now. Man, it speaks volumes because it's not easy, one, to admit that you're going through. But then also, it is not it's not easy to even try and face your demons, your addictions, your stronghold. It's not an easy suit to do. So I want to commend him, but then I also want to take this time and, and with what Josh Gordon has done, I want to encourage you all who might be in the same predicament. Maybe you've got some addictions that you are secretly living with and dealing with. Maybe you've got some bad habits and some bad ways. Maybe you're addicted to things that are quote unquote good, but you've become overly passionate about to the point where it might be causing you a little harm. And if I could give you one example, as great as working out is, I know some people who have become excessive with it to the point where that their bodies are starting to move in reverse rather than moving the way that they should because of something as beneficial as working out. And so guys, no matter what you're addicted to, we need to talk about one, moderation for things that are good that might be a healthy addiction. 
But then even deeper than that, we, we've got to start really having the discussion and, and moving proactively towards being able to not allow leeway and a gateway for things that are addictions that can tear your life apart as well. And so I need for you all to understand that it is totally okay for you to take some time and pull back socially from the areas that are specific to your triggers and to what it is that you struggle with. It is okay for you to take some time away to truly invest into self-care so that you can get up to form and be who and what you need to be. I, I definitely want to see you all win and thrive in that. But in order to do that, though, guys, like there is going to come a point in time where we've got to be bold enough to make a sacrificial move that other people won't understand. They might feel like you're walking away from something good and that it's a stupid decision and that you should just be able to deal with it. No, listen, at the end of the day, you had a purpose before anybody ever had an opinion about you. And because of that, you have got to stop allowing people's opinions to predicate the choices that you make in life when it comes to your capabilities, but also your health that could be detrimental in the long run. I'm going to keep this message very simple with this today. For those of you all that are dealing with addictions, understand that there is help. Understand that there is hope. And it might be difficult for you to open up and talk to people um, immediately. But I think that even if you can't go the route of reaching out to like the addiction hotline or whatever. Right. Um, and I know every state has different hotlines that you can reach out to, um, whether rehab facilities or just hotlines to talk to somebody. Um, but then there's also coaches. There are also counselors. Listen, but if you could find you a trusted source, if you could have somebody that, that, has your best interest at heart just to be able to at least open the doorway to have this discussion and to get the help that you need. Because I know you're tired. I know you don't feel like living in this rut anymore. I am pretty sure that you are ready to be done with this. But for whatever reason, it seems like it has the strongest hold on your life and you just don't know what to do. You feel like you've, you've, you've self-helped yourself to death. You've done all of these different things and nothing is working. For those of you all who find yourself in that space, I was there. And I think for me personally, one of the things that has helped me has being able to get to a point where my desire to succeed and to stay alive, the things that I was living for had to start outweighing the desire and the yearning that I had with the things that I was addicted to. Because the things that I was addicted to, whether they would have led to physical death, whether they would have led to death spiritually, it didn't matter. I had to make a decision that these decisions that I was making towards the, the, the desires of addiction were not worth it. They were not worth my life. 
and they were not worth my purpose. And it's the same way for you. So I want to leave you with that bit of encouragement today and let you know that you're not alone. I'm here to talk if you want to. Um, I'm definitely connected to a lot of therapists and psychologists as well. People, good people who you can trust. Man, so listen, I, I'm, I'm putting myself out there as a resource. But with that being said, guys, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. I love you all. If you want to get in touch with me, you can do so on my website, richardtaylorjr.com. Listen, until next time, have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Peace.